as a kid, I remember watching magicians do a trick and being totally enamored. Like, how did they do that? I remember going home and thinking about it for days, running it through my head. How did they do that? And now, as I've gotten older, the same mindset occurred to me, but in a different sense. I would look at people and their lives and look at everything they do, and I would say, how do they do that? How do they get so much done? How did they do that? Maybe you've asked the same. And guess what? That's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer. Garth Ackman, David Alliance. We're back. We're live. We're here. We're hot. We're ready to go. Thanks for checking in. Hey, you can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Thanks for checking in. We are on a little bit of a clip here called How to Make 2024 a Better Launch, a Better Life. Not so much talking about goals, we'll get into that, but about things that we can put into place that really allow 2024 to be the best year ever. And this year is going to be absolutely bananas. I'm promising you it's going to be like turmoil and chaos and frustration and scare tactics and the like. But we as followers of Christ, we can live on top and get all of those things just rolling in the right direction for us. So need no need to fear. The Garth is here. Let's talk about how to make 2024 the best ever. So jumping right into it, we talked about honesty, delete, systems, risk, keep Jesus number one. We've covered the first two. Now let's hit number three, which is systems, which if you've heard this podcast at all, I talk about systems a lot. Because systems are really the key beyond anything that you might try to put into place and there are some great things you can put into place a mission a vision goals a personal life statement storyboarding i've done it all but systems are really the foundation someone might ask what are my daily systems well first i want you to know i rewrite my systems every year and i i have some really exciting things happening right now a lot of opportunities so i have to constantly be on the lookout for how my systems need to adapt and change if I'm going to kind of capitalize on these things. I, I've got to I've got to be uh, kind of lined up this year. I've got some opportunities like I've, I've shared before. I'm going to be doing some uh, security classes for churches with a nationwide company. I also uh, just recently accepted a position with another major company speaking to churches around the, the world, really. It's a secular company, but they want me to come in and help develop some strategies for churches along dealing with generations. I've always got a lot going on. I'm also getting ready to launch my new app that I've been working on for about three years. Of course, I own my own personal personal training gym. I pastor a church that's growing. And of course, I'm a husband, father, and grandpa. How do I do it all? I'm not here to brag. I'm really not. I just want you to know it just comes down to systems. What you have to realize is that first, systems are always under critique. I'm always tweaking my routine on my calendar, or let's just call it what it is, systems. So what are my systems? Let me run through them real quick, just to let you know how my week typically goes. Here are the hard and fast systems. Every Monday, get up, hang out in the morning with my wife in bed for a few hours. We talk, we pray, we laugh, we goof off. Mondays are not days off, but rather I prep for the rest of the week. I use Mondays to reflect on the past week, plan my current week. They're also my cardio day, so I go to the gym, get cardio in. Mondays are pretty much that afternoon are prep and prayer. I run errands, I write, and then Monday nights are supper with the family. And then at five o'clock to eight o'clock at night, I hang out with my kids, my grandkids. And then after eight o'clock, I read and write according to projects that are on my calendar. 
Tuesdays up at 5 a.m. early morning. I'm training people. Uh, mid-morning is writing, recording. Midday is counseling. I read and pray from 1 to 3. I go to the gym from 3 to 5 at 5.30. I kind of have supper with the family, depending on what that, how that works out. Then, at, again, at, from 8, 11 at night, I'm working on projects. Wednesday morning, hang out with my wife till 8. And then I go to a coffee shop and I write for three hours every Wednesday. Writing on my book, just about finished with this, the next one. Then I go to church, I read, pray, I'm in my office, I work and I study on my sermon, I record my podcast, I work out again from 3 to 5, I skip supper on Wednesdays, I train clients from 5.30 to 7.30, get home at around 8 and from 8 to 11, again, is working on jobs and projects, Thursday morning up at 5 a.m., I train people till 9, sermon prep all day long on Thursdays, and then I pray from 1 to 3, I work out from 3 to 5, supper at 5.30, 8 to 11, I work on projects. Some, some, there are many nights where I've got to be up. I've got to set my alarm and get up at like 2 or 3 in the morning because I'm working with a team in India. So that happens a lot. Friday is much the same except from about 3 o'clock on. It's date day, and I try to do something with my wife. Saturday morning, I'm up early. I train clients. Read, pray, prep for Sunday, and then usually there's family time, some personal time to catch up. Saturday night, I study, and then Sunday from 4 a.m. till about 7 a.m., I'm training clients, yes, on a Sunday. And then 7.45 on a.m. on Sundays, it's church until about, oh, two or three. I still work out Sunday afternoons, and then Sunday night, I hang out with the family and do nothing. Not a thing. And all these systems are constantly being tweaked. Um, you know, all, I'm, I'm constantly reading, praying, listening to books on my phone, always listening to great podcasts. And right now, these systems work, but last year, my, my reading and prayer time was at 4.30 a.m., but it had to change because my family moved in with me. Look, goals are great, but build systems in place and fit the goals into systems. If you focus on goals only, you will sacrifice the natural rhythm that will give you the greatest productivity and speed to your end in mind. I promise you. Also, think of it this way. Systems create who you are. Goals only create what you are about. Think about that. Also, systems are lifestyles. Goals are life lessons. As James Clear says in his book, Atomic Habits, great book, by the way, you do not rise to the level of your goals. Rather, you fall to the level of your systems. One system I've talked about, and, and you'd miss it if you hadn't heard me talk about it before, is I read a book every week. <clears throat> it's a really simple system. If you have a book of 200 pages, I divide it by seven for every day in the week. That would be 29 pages. Then I divide that by three. That would be nine and a half pages. So basically, I read nine pages, breakfast, lunch, and supper, and I kill a book in a week. Here's the cool thing, though. Those nine pages, that means front and back. That means I'm really only reading four pages. If you can't read four pages out of a book, breakfast, lunch, and supper, then you truly do not understand the power of a system. And let's say you're going to read a book of 400 pages. Then that's only eight pages front and back, breakfast, lunch, and supper. It's not hard. It's a system. Systems take time to build but they save you years in the long run. Garth Eckman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants and build a system around it.